I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me in the studio is Dr. Lynette Overby, the Deputy Director of the Community Engagement Initiative at the University of Delaware and also a professor in the Department of Theater. Welcome, Lynette. Thank you, Paul. So great to have you here. I... uh, I've been involved in a number of meetings with you recently, so I'm somewhat familiar with uh, what we're going to be talking about uh, today, which is the Partnership for Arts and Culture, which Mm -hmm. is part of the larger community engagement initiative at Mm -hmm. the University of Delaware. Um, I know you've been on the show before talking Mm -hmm. about that, but Mm -hmm. just as a refresher for our listeners... Uh, give us a little bit about background about the Community Engagement Initiative, and then we'll delve into the partnership aspect of it. Yes, thank you. So happy to be here. Um, so about 2015, the university was awarded a Carnegie classification as an engaged university. We're only about, there are only about 300, 360 universities who have this classification. So in order to get that classification, we had to go through a self-study and find out all the ways the university was engaged with students, with faculty, with uh, community organizations. And we had a definition we were working with that the partnerships and the collaborations had to be mutually beneficial, which means that we were um, benefiting as well as the community. So the university and the community benefited equally as we worked toward uh, problems and so since when that happened um, and we got the um, classification so we said well what's next we learned so much by just going through that process of all the things that we were doing well but all the things that we needed to continue to do and we needed some central way of focusing on that and so we um, uh, and had an establishment of the community engagement initiative and that brought together people who could focus in this area and serve as a central repository for information about community engagement. Now this, so this really pushes the, the paradigm of the university as an enclave within a community to really being a member of the community and engaging with the community. Now my understanding is that, that this, this initiative is, is both the university engaging with the community, but also, it, it correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't it also facilitate more communication within the university so there's more interdepartmental communication mm-hmm. and, and how can we work and collaborate as well as collaborate with the outside? That's, that's exactly right because, you know, universities are, are, are very much siloed, we mm-hmm. say, where you have disciplines and departments who work on their projects in within their colleges within their research i mean that is just the way universities are uh, constructed Mm -hmm. and so uh, this does allow us to have more permeable uh, boundaries and to break down some of the silos so that the work we're doing is more um, we're, we're interrelating more throughout the university as well as within the community now, was there competition in getting this designation? Um, so every university has the opportunity to put forth an application, okay. but not everyone is selected. And those who are not selected, uh, they get feedback, and then they can try again in five years. So it's every five years you can try for this classification. And is there some kind of funding uh 
involved in getting this designation? No, there's no funding, but really important information as a self-study for each university that goes through this process. Okay. Now, let's let's move to the Partnership for Arts and Culture with your background in theater. I'm sure this is of particular interest to you, and this is where I've been involved with, with you in, in meetings in the past. Uh, talk about the Partnership for Arts and Culture, how it evolved out of this community engagement initiative, and, and kind of what that looks like. Yeah, so within this community engagement initiative, there are several areas of focus, and one is partnerships. And so we have a partnership for public education, a partnership for healthy communities, and we have the partnership for arts and culture. And so the the focus of these partnerships is to look internally at, to see what is everyone doing in terms of arts and culture and the greater community. You know, what? What's happening? We didn't have a good grasp on that. So that was one of the things. And then while we're doing that, let's now look at how we can share resources and bring in the community so that together we're working on problems that we can solve together. For arts and culture, we are specifically looking at um, arts and culture uh, projects that have a focus on Um, not only the arts, but focusing on global, national, regional, international solutions to problems through the arts and culture. Um, And so that particular partnership, we've reached out to many organizations in Delaware, and our meetings are interesting because we have the, most of them are at the university, but they are full of partnerships, organizations representing um, partnerships in arts and culture throughout the state. Now, how how long has this initiative, the partnership portion of the initiative, been active? We began meeting uh, last year, initial meetings, and we're actually going to have an official launch of this partnership on March 10th at the Baby Grand at 3 p.m. And that will be an opportunity to share with the larger community uh, this uh, organization. And at that uh, event, there will also be a uh, program, The Women of Consequence, will be a production that will take place. Um, But it will also be an opportunity to to showcase our, uh, our initiative and our ability and our want to connect throughout from the university through and with the community. So th- this initiative is is bringing the arts sector together with the resources of the university. Uh, are there particular focuses that you have in mind, whether whether they be programmatic or more research based, or is it kind of a com- uh, so? of the broad spectrum? Yes, that's an excellent question because as a university, we do have certain strengths that we can share like research and uh, inventory. Um, We can work on helping with uh, grant writing. Um, So we know that um, there are areas that we can help with, 
but we can't really do this kind of work without the input from and the assets of the communities that are uh, important uh, in together solving solving problems. For example, if we look at work in Wilmington, um, and we've uh, we've been very interested in how can the arts and culture make an impact on some of the communities in Wilmington in collaboration with organizations, arts and cultural organizations that exist in those areas as well, because resources are often limited. And how can we work together to stretch and share and bend those resources to make a difference mm-hmm. um, in those communities? So this this is an effort to utilize the arts and culture, the resources of the university. Uh, is uh, is it also focusing uh, on uh, some of the social issues that are are facing uh, you know that that we wrestle with? Yes, uh, that is probably what sets this apart from many other kinds of collaborations. That yes, we're so interested in in um, in showcasing showcasing our arts, showcasing our cultural assets, but also how impactful these assets can be when looking at the solutions to problems in communities. So we have, for example, established a small grants program where the grant, uh, the grantees would have to indicate the kind of bigger social problem that they will focus on, um, as a recipient of these funds and in collaboration with a community partner. Uh, There's more to pursue here. Let me first remind our listeners that you're tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest in the studio today is Dr. Lynette Overby, the Deputy Director of the Community Engagement Initiative at the University of Delaware and a professor in the Department of Theater. Uh, Lynette, as we're talking about the Partnership for Arts and, and Culture, uh, community engagement, uh, what, what are some of the techniques or, or how, are you, uh, how are you finding who those potential partners might be? Mm-hmm. So we have actually created a survey uh, as one of the initial ways of inventorying just what is going on out there. We gave this survey to university uh, faculty who were involved in work with the community. Um, And so actually there were three surveys. Uh, One was on arts and culture, one on healthy communities, and the third one on education. Because we also felt that there were individuals who worked across areas. Um, And so we didn't want to perpetuate a silo (laughs) mentality. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that gave people the opportunity to to uh, answer or provide information in one or more areas. And we found from that survey that was um, conducted in the fall that there were um, at least 65 different unique partnerships that of the ones who answered our survey. So meaning um, partnerships <clears throat> between university faculty, staff and community partners in the area of arts and culture. So now we are um, preparing uh, an annual report 
that will have that information and highlighting some of the standout projects um, that we hope to continue to do this kind of communicating mm -hmm. uh, throughout our work with the Partnership for Arts and Culture. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, how are how is the university engaging students, either at the undergraduate or, or graduate level, in this? Because, I mean, it sounds like a really amazing opportunity for mm -hmm. uh, for their research, their understanding of, you know, what's going on, as well as the relationship mm -hmm. between a university and academic setting and, mm -hmm. and the community. Yes, and I, I would say students are very interested. I mean, they come to the university. Many of them had service learning in high school or in clubs, and they are extremely passionate about making a difference. And so this allows them to focus in that area. So for example, we have a community engagement scholars program for undergraduate students, and we're building a course of study so that students for four years can uh, concentrate on their discipline, but also on how to make that discipline uh, engaged and how to make that a focus for their future careers. We're, we're beginning uh, a project uh, with graduate students, a similar project where we would have the opportunity for graduate students. And they are the ones who can make a difference in the universities of the future because they're the ones who will become our future professors and staff at these universities. And so they will be able to learn how to connect their research and teaching and service in a way that is scholarly and that will allow them to progress in their careers. Do you, what what kinds of benchmarks? And maybe maybe it's it's too early to ask this, uh, but what what kind of benchmarks uh, are you setting for uh, where we are and and you know what would success look like down the road? So one of the things we did last year was to create a civic action plan, and this civic action plan. Again, just as a self-study for the Carnegie, it's like the next step. So in this plan, there are aspects relating to uh, students, faculty, uh, the impact of communities we serve local to global, um, the fact that we want to launch and assess our knowledge-based partnerships, expanding opportunities for undergraduate and graduate students, and so by creating this document, and now we also have an assessment plan to go along with that, we'll be able to gauge our success. And it doesn't mean it will be static. It will change over time, but it will allow us to have a focus and continue to move forward in the areas of, of concern and interest for the university and for the communities. Yeah, in, in, in developing this partnership, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, from the meetings I've been involved in, mm -hmm. I mean, clearly the, the art sector is is an active participant in this. Uh, and I've seen, uh, I've seen representatives from some social service agencies as well. Could you, could you speak to that? Uh, because as you're talking about, really a, a pretty, uh, uh, some, some broad ranging goals of, of global understanding and addressing social issues. How uh, what role do you see the social service sector outside of the art sector playing mm -hmm. in this? Yeah, so we want to engage all sectors. Really, when I talk about how problems in the world are not solved 
by one unit or one discipline, but require the thinking and the work of multiple units, including our social service, our arts, our culture, our political, um, that we need to work in concert in working on these problems. And so, yes, you will find in each of the partnerships that it becomes broader than just the education or just the health or just the arts and culture because together is how we move forward in solving these these uh, deeper issues that plague our cities and our nation. What, what have you seen so far within the university community as to the, the response uh, to, to this effort, the, the community engagement initiative? Has, has it sort of changed uh, the way of thinking on the campus? So, you know, University of Delaware is a land grant, <clears throat> sea grant, space grant. <laughs> so these are all kind of outwardly facing components of our university. That having been said, does not mean that we have always embraced that as an, an area of concern. So our, our current president has talked about how community engagement should be embedded in everything that we do, that the work that we're doing at the university should have a global impact, um, that our research should not just stay in the lab or be read by a few people in a few journals, but it should have application mm -hmm. so that everyone can benefit from the knowledge that's being created. Um, and so it is a different way of thinking. Uh, universities have not always thought this way. Many of them have been these uh, ivory towers, right, mm -hmm. <laughs> that we wondered about, you know, they're just kind of off doing their thing. But, you know, that's definitely changing. It's changing. Our communities are insisting on that. Our students are insisting that we be more uh, open and relevant Mm -hmm. to the things that are going on in the world. And and how are you seeing impact? How do you see it impacting the community around you, the, the, the partners that are coming on board? Yes. And so I think um, in many universities, there could be some difficulty. Um, there have been times when researchers at the university have gone into the community and gathered data um, and it has not been a mutually beneficial approach. Mm -hmm. And so you have people who remember <laughs> those mm -hmm. kinds of instances. So it does mean that we've had, we have to work to uh, become better at this collaborative work and to help to change some of these perceptions. And I think they are changing. We had, we've, we're working now with the NAACP of Newark and we've had, there were issues with that group because the university at one point was encroaching on the African-American community, um, uh, not purposefully, but it was just happening and it caused bad perceptions, mm -hmm. which we are working to change. And I think that in the last year, we've done a good job of, of that. We now invite the NAACP to our, to campus and to different meetings, to different buildings. We're working together on projects. We're trying to preserve the history of, of uh, the African-American community. 
that's there. So it, it because we have not always um, worked in this manner, it does mean there there will be some time, some change that occurs within the university and within the community as we work together um, and see how important it is to uh, share these assets in this way. Well, with any with any new initiative, there are going to be growing pains <laughs> and, and, and learning. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think that's as long as the dialogue and communication remains open, I think that's a good thing. We've got about a minute left. Let's go back to uh, the upcoming event on March 10th, uh, to just to give that a plug again. And, you know, what is it and what's its purpose and who's invited? Everyone is invited. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the launch of the Partnership for Arts and Culture at the Baby Grand in Wilmington, March 10th at 3 p.m. It's also a celebration of Harriet Tubman Day. And we'll ha- we have many uh, partners, including the Delaware Historical Society and the Delaware Humanities Forum. A project that will take place, a program, is called Women of Consequence, Ambitious, Ancillary, and Anonymous. So that would be the program piece of the launch. So we do hope that you all will attend and join in this partnership to help us together make a difference through arts and culture with our communities. And where can people learn more about the Partnership for Arts and Culture as well as the March 10th event? Yes, so we have a UD Engage website at the university that you will see links to many, many aspects of the community engagement initiative, including the uh, Partnership for Arts and Culture. And if you want tickets for the Baby Grand, uh, go to their website, to the Grand website, and you'll see uh, the Women of Consequence and just link on to get a ticket. Great. Well, Lynette, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for being a part of Partnership for Arts and Culture, Paul, and for having this wonderful program where we can learn more about what's going on in our community.